know the why human trafficking work is needed to fight for the freedom of modern day slaves. But love, passion, commitment isn't all you need to be an effective and successful anti-trafficking advocate. Learn the how. I'm Dr. Celia Williamson, Director of the Human Trafficking and Social Justice Institute at the University of Toledo. Welcome to the Emancipation Nation podcast, where I'll provide you with the latest and best methods, policy, and practice discussed by experienced experts in the field so that you can cut through the noise, save time, and be about the work of saving lives. Welcome to the Emancipation Nation, episode 128. It is the new year. Welcome to January 2022. And we're going to make this a good year. Not like Jan- not like 2020, not like 2021, right? <laughs> we're going to make 2022 our year. It's going to be our year of health and growth and self-care. So I want to talk about self-care because we have totally overused the word and underutilized actually what is meant by self-care. So let's talk about your self-care practices. What do you do for self-care? And I'm not talking about taking a bubble bath with candles, although that's awesome. I'm not talking about drinking a beer and watching a sporting event. I'm talking about deep, meaningful self-care. That's what 2022 is going to be all about, self-care. So let's start the new year right. I know that you all have made your New Year's resolutions. You've promised yourself you're going to lose 20 pounds, 50 pounds. (laughs) You promised yourself you're going to eat healthier. You promised yourself you're going to go to the gym and all those things. I want to talk about internal self-care. So what are you doing to make your internal life better that's then reflected in your external life? So I just want to spend this time talking about the people that are around you that affect your internal health. You know those people? Yeah. Like we call them toxic or nurturing people. Who's in your life right now that is toxic? Sometimes we call them basement people because they drag you down. And sometimes we call nurturing people, sealing people because they lift you up. So let's talk about who's in your life right now that's toxic and who's nurturing because that's truly self-care. So when we're working with survivors, we often do an assessment. We assess what is happening. What is the situation? Before we ever do an intervention, we have to find out what the issues are that we're going to be working on. So let's do an assessment and then let's do an intervention. So I want you to get a piece of paper out. Right now, if you're walking or you're driving, you can do this when you get home. but Stop this tape, get your piece of paper, and when you get it, come back to the podcast. Okay, on one side of the paper, I want you to put toxic. On the other side of the paper, I want you to put nurturing. And then I want you to start naming people in your life right now that you care about 
that are nurturing to you and that are toxic to you. And before you do that, let me define each one so that we know what we're talking about. When I'm talking about toxic people, I'm talking about people that drag you down emotionally, spiritually, people that call you on the phone talking about nothing while you have things to do, people that eat up your time needlessly, people that sap your energy. Why? Because every time you see them coming, they have a problem. They have an issue they want you to solve. They want to borrow money. They need to borrow your car. Can you pick them up? On and on and on. They're suicidal. They're homicidal. They're in relationship this week. They're not in relationship that week. Or maybe they're pretty stable in that regard, but they want to suck your time, your energy, your spiritual energy, your joy from you. Who are these toxic people? They run your blood pressure up. They give you a headache. They change your mood. Oh, they ruin your day. Oh my God, here they come. That kind of person. You feel guilty because you don't want to not help them. But wow, can't they find somebody else to latch on to? They're negative. They want to talk about their problems all day. You're trying to get something done. They never happy. They complain. (laughs) Write these fools down. Expose them. Quit being such a kind, nice person. Let the put it on the paper. Tell yourself in black and white who these fools really are. Name them. Go ahead. And if you're afraid they're going to see that piece of paper, you can change the top from toxic to to wonderful. But you know who you're talking about. Then on the other side of the paper, put the nurturing people on there. Now, let me describe them. The nurturing people are not the ones who call you up all the time and tell you how wonderful you are, although they might be. You call them up and you say, oh, look what they did to me and the job did this to me and my partner did this to me. And then, oh my God, why would anybody ever do that to you? You're the most wonderful person. I know. Write that person down. But you know, nurturing people, they want to support you. They want to inspire you. They want to lift you up. They want you to grow. They have your best interests in mind. But they're not always the person that tells you the best thing since sliced bread. The nurturing person might challenge you to do better. Why? Because they know you have it in you. They have high expectations of you. Why? Because no one rises to low expectations. So write down those nurturing people that inspire you. They're the ones that tell you. You don't have to continue to work at Walmart. You can do something much better. You're much brighter. You're much smarter. What's your dream? Your dream can come true. Just put, get on your grind, put the energy behind it, and you can achieve it. Those folks, write them down. Now, these people have to be in your life. You have to care about these people. So it can't be your Uber driver. Don't include your Uber driver because you don't care what your Uber driver thinks about you or, you know, you pay them, they deliver you to the spot. So include the people 
that you care about and that supposedly care about you. Go ahead. Write the nurturing people. Give them their props. Give them their props for 2022. Okay. Now, once you have these two lists of people, the wonderful people that inspire you and those fools that keep hanging around your neck. Now we've done the assessment. Do you have one toxic person in your life? One toxic person is too many people. (laughs) Do you have two toxic people? Three toxic people? If you have three toxic people in your life, you really need an intervention. But if you have one toxic person, we're going to do an intervention. Now, how many nurturing people do you have in your life? If you have one, you are blessed. If you have two, three, four, that's amazing. You need at least one. If you don't have one in your life, you're probably not listening to this podcast, to tell you the truth, because you are not interested in helping human trafficking victims and survivors because you, all your emotional and spiritual energy is going out to help these fools that keep hanging around you. So I know you have to have some nurturing people in your life. Hopefully you have less toxic people in your life and more nurturing people in your life. I want you to know that you cannot achieve your dreams having too many toxic people in your life. Why? Because they truly sap energy from you. No joke. They they sap emotional energy, spiritual energy, intellectual energy from you. If you're in school right now and you have toxic people, you're probably wondering why you can't get A's. It's not because you're not bright enough. Often it's because a lot of your intellectual energy is going out to help these people. What you need to know is that you are not the savior for toxic people. I'm going to say that again because I know you didn't hear me, but you are not the savior. You will not save these toxic people. If you are trying to help human trafficking victims, you need all of the emotional, spiritual, intellectual, and physical energy you can muster to go out in the world and help people. I said this before, when you come home, they, those people in your home are supposed to emotionally fill your bucket so that when you go out in the world, the world will empty your bucket. But if you come home and they're emptying your bucket and you're going out in the world and they're emptying your bucket, guess what? You're not going to last very long because you're not going to have energy. You're going to be spiritually tired. You're going to be emotionally tired, intellectually tired. And you're going to say to yourself, oh my God, I'm getting older. It must be my age. It must, it's not. It's that you've got these fools hanging around your neck, choking off the lifeblood that you have. You would be surprised. Once you start to distance these toxic fools, you will be surprised the amount of energy, energy that you have, the amount of happiness, the amount of joy. Once you get over the guilt. 
So now let me tell you how to get rid of the guilt. I want to break into the podcast and let you know that many people believe that all youth have the same or similar risk for human trafficking. Not true. There are some youth that are at higher risk for various reasons. If you want to know who's at high risk, go to my website, CeliaWilliamson.com and pick up my free assessment tool. It's easy to use, easy to score. And it's been validated to tell you which youth between 12 and 17 years old is at risk. CeliaWilliamson.com, look for the HT risk assessment tool. And now back to the podcast. You were never made to take care of everyone. And actually, that's too much self-esteem because you don't have the power to take care of every single person and nor should you. This may sound harsh, but I always say when someone calls you on your phone, that is a suggestion. That is not a mandate. You don't have to answer that phone and talk to that toxic person. You don't. You know what? That's what they made voicemail for. That's what they made text for. And then you can choose in 2022 when you decide to call them back. I like to call people back when I'm taking a walk because I'll talk to anybody when I'm taking a walk because I'm just enjoying the walk. But I will not answer the phone until I'm ready to answer the phone. I don't accept visitors. People call me and let me know, and then I tell them to come over. They don't just show up because why you teach people how to treat you. That is self-care. That is self-care. Teaching people how to treat you. So if somebody calls me up and says, you got $20 and I give them $20, guess what I just taught them? To come back and ask me anytime, anytime, day or night for money, and I will give it up. Every time somebody says, my car broke down, can you come and pick me up? And I show up. What did I teach them? I teach them that I will be there for them. Now, I believe you should be there for the people you choose to be there for. So let's say, for instance, you pick your two or three people that you are there for, ride or die. You need money, I'm there. Your car broke down, I'm there. You need even a co-signer. Well, I ain't there. (laughs) But you decide who are the two or three people that I am there for, that I'm their person. And then everyone else, you're not their person. You're not the person that shows up at the drop of a dime. Right. In your personal life. I'm not talking about your work with survivors. I'm talking about in your family and among your friends. Because sometimes we get confused. We think we are supposed to be all things to all people all the time. And you would be wrong. You are not to be all things to all people all the time. You work your job, your mission, which is to support human trafficking victims or vulnerable populations or at-risk populations. Then when you go home, it's a whole nother ballgame. You take care of yourself. You take care of your family those two or three people in your family that you're there for. That's what you do. Everyone else, you teach them how to treat you. And the way you do that is to not answer the phone until you are ready. 
to show up for somebody financially or emotionally if you want to. It sounds harsh, but that's why we have a whole social service system. In my community, they people can call United Way, 211. They can just pick up the phone and go 211, and United Way will answer the phone and get them to any clinical therapist, counselor, food, clothing, shelter, suicidal hotline, whatever it is they need. There are community services for that. You are not the savior of everyone. All right. If they need services, 211 in my community. If they're bleeding dead or dying, 911. So there are always people out there. You don't have to be the savior. Just a suggestion for 2022. Now, sometimes you find these people in your family, right? I know you're saying, well, what if these crazy fools are in my family? Right. I have a few too. <laughs> a few too. I have people in my family I haven't talked to for a decade because they're toxic. So I'm saying to you, make your own choices about who will be in your life. And if you feel like this toxic person absolutely must be in your life because you are doing something for them or taking care of them and there's just it's just impossible culturally or financially for you to get away from them, then what you have to do is emotionally distance yourself. If you can't physically distance yourself, emotionally distance yourself. That means that when you're in their presence, you're doing what you have to do, but you're not emotionally invested because whatever toxicity they're bringing to the table or to the engagement has nothing emotionally to do with you. You feel me? There is nothing that you should be burdened with emotionally. Do not take it in to your heart, what they're saying. Do not take it into your thoughts. Just create an invisible emotional shield. Do what you need to do. And then go on with your business. So I'll give you an example. My mother, who's a wonderful, wonderful woman, my best friend, actually, she passed away a couple of years ago, but she could be fairly toxic. So she lived with us for about five months. My boyfriend would get up every day at six in the morning. He'd make her a full breakfast with, you know, eggs, bacon, like the whole toast, the whole thing, coffee. And every morning she complained about the breakfast. Wow, you don't know how to make any eggs. What, is, what do you call these? Oh, this bacon is too burnt or this bacon is too flimsy. It should be crisp. She never <laughs> just said, thank you. Probably after three months, my boyfriend walked in the kitchen and said, we have to kill your mother. <laughs> And I said to him, but see, you can't emotionally buy into the toxicity. What I do is say, well, sorry about that. You just have to eat what we made. And I don't, I didn't take it personally. It didn't go past sort of the 
blood brain barrier. It didn't go past the chest wall cavity. It didn't, I didn't have an emotion about it because I know it's just, it's just toxicity. It's just crazy talk. So I don't take that personally because I've known my mother for (laughs) all of my life. And to survive, you just, you have to emotionally distance yourself. So if you can't physically distance yourself because you feel some obligation, some responsibility, then you can certainly practice in 2022 emotionally distancing yourself because that burden is not yours. You don't have to take that to your heart. You don't have to take it into your mind and think about it and ruminate over it for days. And why would she say that? Why would she do that? It doesn't matter why she said that. Because it's not your burden. It's that this person is toxic. Okay. So that is the goal. If you choose to accept it, 2022 in terms of self-care. Now, some of you might be out there contemplating, you know, I think this person is toxic, but I think this person is nurturing. There'll be some people in the middle that you'll be confused about, and that's your confusion. Because sometimes it's a toxic person wrapped in a nurturing, you know, cloth. Sometimes it's a nurturing person that seems toxic to you. But now you know the assessment, you can zero in and start to really look at this person and make a determination. Are they more toxic than nurturing? Or are they more nurturing to me than toxic? And once you make that decision, if they're toxic, you engage in interventions to distance them. Slowly, over time, take less of their calls. Visit with them less often. Be less available. And over time, you will teach them that they're not going to interact with you as much. If they're nurturing to you, your intervention is to bring them closer into your world because everybody is influenced by who is around them. So when your mother used to say you are who you hang around, you lay down with with dogs, you get up with fleas, all true. So design your life, empower yourself, challenge yourself to design the life you want And that includes who will be around you, because who is around you will influence the way you feel about yourself, your self-esteem and your self-worth. And that is your internal part of self-care. So think about that and, you know, try to promote a gratitude about your life. Because if you're not great, if you're not grateful, you're entitled. Sort of, you're either grateful or entitled. Entitled people are never happy because they're entitled always to more. Grateful people wake up and say, I'm grateful that I have this bed, that I have this home, that I have a job, that I can see, that I can walk, that I can breathe, that I'm healthy that I have the people in my life that I have, they wake up and say, if nothing else, I woke up today. It's a great day today. So 
practice gratitude as well when you wake up in the morning as a part of your self-care routine. So that's all I wanted to share in the new year. And I'm going to 2022, bring on more guests that talk about human trafficking, expand a little more into the social justice area, and then, of course, finish the survivor's journeys that I've been talking about and started in 2021. So I hope you'll stay tuned. I hope you're liking the content. Send me an email if there's somebody or something that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast. And until then, the fight continues. Let's not just do something, let's do the best thing. If you like this episode of Emancipation Nation, please subscribe and I'll send you the weekly podcast. Until then, the fight continues.